and welcome to Wellness and Purpose. On today's podcast, the importance of making happy memories. According to Meg Viking, the CEO of the Ethnic Research Institute in Copenhagen, we are the architects of our own memories. And for this reason, it's important to deposit good memories in our memory bank in order to make withdrawals of happiness. But what about negative life events? And how does depression affect our memory? According to Meg Viking, we are the architects of our own memories. I recently went through a difficult time. It was a very difficult and uncertain time. And I have taken special care to become a decorator of my deposits. So evenings that could have otherwise felt empty were filled with cozy blankets, candles, uh, mass-watering healthy meals, catching up with friends and good reads. And my multisensory experiences, as suggested by Viking, also helped me make these memories last longer in my memory bank. So days that had some how the potential of becoming meaningless and kind of filled with dread for the future, um, were instead filled with things purposely placed around my day to give myself a sense of purpose. I became the architect of my household of memories to ensure that when looking back, I would withdraw snippets of happiness. And doing so helped me not just to go through this difficult time, but also to maintain um, a well-balanced and positive state of mind. And with every hour and every day that passed, I also added to the evidence showing that I really had it in me to go through with it and come the other side stronger. Life events and memories. Of course, it's not always possible to turn all life events into positive memories. But as the cognitive behavioral approach suggests, not all life events need to lead to negative results. What seems to be actually more important is the way in which um, the person reacts to the situation. For example, how we interpret and how we think about it and how we behave as a result. This step is however shaped by, by our very own core beliefs. And this means negative early experiences like, uh, for example, poor parenting, bullying at school or at home, um, rejection from peers or families, and this is just to name a few, all can contribute a great deal to the development of unhealthy beliefs. And this in turn can impede us from formulating healthy judgments, solving problems, um, adjust to negative circumstances, and it can lead to relationship and social problems. False memories. The problem with many memories is that they can also trick us. In the book, The Art of Making Memories, uh, Viking mentions a study carried out in 2008 by Elizabeth Loftus. The um, study was called uh, Asparagus, a love story. Healthy eating could be just a false memory away. Now, over the course of this study, Loftus and their team had um, planted the false memory that some of the participants loved to eat asparagus when they were children. Now, data taken from the participants that now believed that they loved asparagus as kids demonstrated that these new and false memories are consequences, such as, for example, an increased general liking of asparagus, um, a greater desire to eat asparagus when dining out, and even a willingness to pay more in the grocery shop. So false memories can become very ingrained and they can alter the way that we view things. Memories and depression. The way we process memories is particularly interesting when we look at depression. 
Researchers from the Brigham Young University believe that the reason why depression affects memory is because it affects the ability to differentiate things that are similar. And this is a process that is called pattern separation. So this means that the more depressed a person feels, the more difficult it becomes to distinguish between similar experiences, resulting in effectively less memories being recorded. Another study on depression and memory by the University of Texas actually found that depression can reduce memory capacity by as much as 12%. And this is also explained by the fact that people who are depressed have difficulty concentrating, which can prevent them from focusing and remembering things. The difficulty with depression is also that it has a tendency to get stuck on negative thought loops, eating what some experts call the interference phenomenon. Depressed people become fixated on these negative thoughts to the extent that they interfere with their ability to remember other facts or information, including the happy ones. So in other words, we could actually think of it as a virus that once entering our memory bank, it infects the stock. In conclusion, identifying and understanding how negative and unhelpful core beliefs came about, as well as challenging, updating, and changing them as we grow older is really the only way to achieve healthy and positive core beliefs that will in turn help us to adjust to negative circumstances. And if you add that to making a conscientious effort to deposit happy memories in your memory bank, you will already have a good recipe for success. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and if you'd like to read the full article, you can visit our website at www.wellnessandpurpose you will find it under the blog section and then under the cognitive pillar. In there, you'll also find other articles on our other three pillars, which are nutrition, exercise and financial advice. I hope you enjoyed and hope to see you soon. Thank you. Bye.